Hello, I'm your host Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by CityLets. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch direct, just reach out. Let's Talk at citylets.co.uk. Joining me today is Paul Hilton, Chief Executive of ESPC. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you. Nice to see you. Good to see you too. Mm-hmm. Now, the Edinburgh Solicitors Property Centre, known as the ESPC, was established in 1971. Can you describe for our listeners what the nature of the business is and its origins? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's interesting because I think when it started, I mean, certainly I think the solicitors at the time must have had some real vision. And they got together and decided, look, wouldn't it be good if we shared services so you know and have an outlet for the public so 1971 uh end of march they decided that they were going to open up a showroom on george street uh, where they were going to display properties and people could come in and pick up information and and ultimately talk to a solicitor right um, so it was a, again it was ahead of its time and and, and I'm very mindful that we're the custodian of that brand. It's been around for a long time. We've been on uh, George Street for 48 years. Gosh, we're the yeah. longest um, retailer now on, on, on High Street, I'm told, on really? George Street. So, you know, it kind of comes with its responsibilities to make sure that we, 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 we keep ourselves strong and keep ourselves there. Absolutely. Um, and you've been at ESPC for 10 years now? Yeah, not quite 48, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you started mm-hmm. as sales and marketing director can you tell us a bit more about your journey to your current position as yeah, chief executive? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so um, ESPC had uh, other operations down south that I'd, I'd, I'd worked for, um, and I even remember when I first started working for the organisation back in two thousand, uh, getting off a train and coming to Edinburgh, and so you come up that slope at Waverley. Oh, it's such a setting, isn't it? I just this place is fantastic. You know, yeah. I, I, not only do I want to work for this organisation. Maybe one day I'd like to I'd like to live in Edinburgh. So you know that kind of had that that German idea for them that I'd like to do that. Um, so yeah, I I think by the time I, I moved to Edinburgh and then I, I was involved with the sales and marketing side, um, I think I was always been very blessed. I've always had very good people around me, which you, you kind of learn from. And at the time we had a really good CEO in Malcolm Cannon. So mm-hmm. he was a great mentor. Um, picked up lots of great things from him. Yes. Even now when we have a certain meeting. I'll use one of his play, um, phrases like foot on the ball. Oh, and, you yes. Know, he, he's got certain things. Uh-huh. It was just a good way. He had a very good style. I've kind of tried to, you know, at the end of the day, you want to be yourself. And you, yes. you don't want to be a poor poor version of somebody else. But I think you can you learn from people as you go. And I say, I think I've been very fortunate mm-hmm. to do that. I'm committed to you know, sort of reading a lot of books on leadership and mm-hmm. uh, attend a thing called Vistage, which is a peer group for CEOs. I've been in that for nearly five years and that was an enormous help for me you know meeting other CEOs and you kind of get in a room with people and you realize we all go through the same things yeah. and we all have a bit of self-doubt and we always think can we do this and we all have good days and bad days so almost like a support group yes. <laughs> now the ESPC was mainly a paper publication until the early noughties mm-hmm. transforming to an online classified business must have yeah. been challenging so what were the biggest issues you can recall of that time mm-hmm. It, it's interesting, isn't it? You think back, and it, it, it's almost hard to imagine the world now, um, sort of pre-internet, isn't it? When everything's at your fingertips. Um, but there was a transition, you know. I think we were very relatively early with a with a website. I think the challenges back then, in some ways, was um, getting the information on the website. Uh, it's how you uploaded that information, and we had a bank of people uh, that used to do that. So information would be given to ESPC from the solicitors. 
uh, often we, we would be retyping that information in. So we'd get in on a paper format or fax to us <laughs> and we'd have to type it in. Uh, and then upload photographs and, um, you know, you're dealing with probably, well, certainly in the, in the original days, dealing with modems and sort of mm. 28K connections. So it was a lot slower. So everything took time. And, you know, you look now at the, how instantaneous you can have a property live yeah. and the number of property, number of photograph images and that sort of stuff. So it's all moved on so much. Mm -hmm. I think it was, you know, certainly just the usual team and challenges of getting information on and um, how that information looks when it's, when it's online and how you display that, which is clearly slightly different than we would in the paper. Yeah, so what role then does the printed magazine have in today's digital world? It still has its place. I mean, one of the things we do as ESPC, and I, I think this is very important for any business, is you always try and keep step of where the market is. So we do market research every year and we ask consumers um, you know, what, what they value and when they actively seek out a property, what's the journey they go on to do that and, mm -hmm. and what's in that marketing mix. And uh, the paper always still comes up mm -hmm. as, a, as a tool they use. So what we try to do with the paper, I mean, we, we put 30,000 of those out in the streets every week. We're not literally out in the street. We, yes. we have, <laughs> we are, make that clear, we have outlets. Um, and we've tried to improve where, where we put it. So we're in a lot of supermarkets now where there's high footfall mm -hmm. and a lot of the, the papers are taken. We try to make them the paper more sort of magazine-like, so it's more engaging, so lots more photographs in there. And a lot of information about new build because we recognise that accessing the information on new build can be quite mm -hmm. challenging. You know, it's where do you seek, where do you get that information? How do you know about new developments? And I think the paper is a very good forum and a good format to, to get that out there. So, yeah, and I think we, we you know, we, we keep it on the review. And um, I think the fact that it's free makes mm -hmm. a big difference. You know, it's a, similar to the Metro. You know, whilst yeah. you see publications where there's paid for a. Um, you know, the, the, the diminishing in terms of um, people buying them. I think That's free it. papers still have the place. So we have our weekly paper. And in addition, once every six months, we have a magazine called Premier Living, uh, which is distributed to um, households around Edinburgh. Uh, and again, that's a, that's more of a magazine style. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot more lifestyle information in there. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's certainly still part of our marketing mix. You know, we, we believe that three channels are, are better than one yes. and, and I think we retain a showroom and we have a paper and we clearly have the, uh, the website. Mm -hmm. On another note, today the UK property portal market is dominated by two UK wide large mm -hmm. companies. Yeah. So we know, you know, from our own experience, yeah. just what a task it can be. Yeah. But what would you say are today's main challenges? It's a good question and uh, we won't name the... Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> them that won't be named. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so you're you're up against it's it's arguably it's three. You look mm -hmm. at the third player that's come in. Two of them are listed organisations with market caps of 600, 800 million towards mm -hmm. a billion. So it's it's challenging. I think what we've done is is we recognise that um, if ESBC is to stay relevant and strong, and people that visit our website, there's a number of things that we need to do. So um, first thing that we've looked at is making it Scottish centric. So mm -hmm. uh, the ability to search by sort of street level and um, even down to, you know, if you put in Stockbridge, you, you're going to get a set of results. Whereas at some of the larger national portals, if you put in Stockbridge, it will mean, did you mean Stockbridge in yes. Cornwall? Did you mean, so I think it's, it's getting down to, to sort of hyper local to use a cliche. Uh, I think that's important. Uh, also the provision of, again, of things like the home report on the site. So you can go to ESBC and download the home report. Mm -hmm. you, you can't do that on national portals. One of the things which has been really successful for free SBC as well, and again, it was based on market research, is the ability um, to us to have exclusive properties. Mm -hmm. 
So 78% of properties that come to market in the SPC, uh, you'll find um, on ESPC before they'll even be listed on these other sites, mm -hmm. uh, some for 72 hours, some just full stop, they'll, they'll yeah. never be on the ESPC. And what that's done is it, it's meant that anyone who's serious about buying will, will come to ESPC first. Um, so we see that in the market research. People mm -hmm. start the journey with ESPC yes. because if you're serious, you know the content's there. And you just need to keep promoting your brand, as we discussed earlier. You've, yes. you've got to get your, your brand out there and market your brand and uh, make sure it's always at the forefront of um, uh, people's minds. And even with first-time buyers, which is clearly a market which is very important to us, mm -hmm. And um, it's tough if you're a first-time buyer. So we've been running a lot of competitions. So you can win £3,000 deposit if you're a first-time buyer. That's great. Uh, if you register with ESPC. So uh, for a prize draw. So it, it, it's those sort of things, mm -hmm. I think. So just, just making some noise out there and, and giving the public what they want. I mean, that's, that's the secret of business, really. The ESPC is also a property software business. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so we have an estate indie software business that we acquired. And the reason we did that is that we recognize um, that the world's changing, uh, that many of our firms need. Um, we had a basic software package, which simply allowed them to get the properties onto ESPC, as we described earlier. Uh, but we recognized that many firms wanted something more sophisticated, so they wanted a way that they could uh, manage their relationships with the sellers, and uh, that they also wanted to be able to communicate with buyers. And uh, so we developed software that can do that, and that's made a big, big difference in the marketplace. And certainly through the software, for instance, we know we live in the world of transparency now. So one of the key things that we have with the software is the ability for a seller to be able to log in and see the activity on um, their property on ESPC, see the number of visits, see mm -hmm. the number of home reports that's been downloaded uh, almost in real time. Yeah. And, you know, I think Amazon sort of changed the game in mm -hmm. as much that now you... You live in, the, in, in a world where you expect to be able to track everything and, and, and see where you are with things. And I think that's important that we deliver that for yeah. our members uh, and ultimately our members deliver that to the public. So that was our reason for that investment and that's gone mm -hmm. really well. And that's a business that's growing. Um, as we know, technology is playing a bigger part yeah. in everyone's lives. Absolutely. Well, as you say, I mean, ASBC is very much an online business. However, it does have two information centres, yes. Edinburgh and Dunfermline. What do you feel is the importance of having face-to-face -face mm -hmm. presence for customers? Yeah, I think it, for me, it still really has its place. I think what we've looked to do over the, over the years is um, develop the proposition that, that we offer in, in the showroom. Mm -hmm. um, I think what you've got to challenge yourself back on is why would people come in? You know, parking in town, don't get me started mm -hmm. on parking places. <laughs> That's uh, another issue altogether. Um, <laughs> I'm just pleased I've got a pass to be able to park around the corner today. Because <laughs> I live around the corner. That's um, handy. But if we, if we think about it, if people are going to come into to your show, and what is it they're going to get, mm -hmm. which isn't available on the internet. And so we're focused a lot more on the interaction and free advice side. So mm -hmm. we have, um, you know, free advice from solicitors at lunchtime. Right. And at all times at weekends, so you can come in and get some good, honest, free advice. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we run a lot of events. Uh, so yeah, because you run some some evening yeah, events, don't do. you, offering yeah. property advice? Yeah, Tell us a bit um, more. Yeah, so we, we run first time buyer events. Uh, so these are drop-in events that we, we run. Um, we have uh, buy-to-let events, and clearly City Let's Been in that sector, you know all about that. Mm -hmm. and it's still in a, a growing market, so... We run buy-to-let events. We run uh, later life events. So mm -hmm. again, planning ahead. So 
around investment, will, tax planning, that sort of mm-hmm. thing, and inheritance, uh, overseas events that have become more mm-hmm. popular. Oh, the yeah, Sunshine. So Spanish one coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've gone well. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things with the SBC, and it's something I'm always very mindful of, yes. is that we uh, should be seen as a, a trusted brand and ultimately as the honest broker. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be there to sell people things. We should be there to give advice. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is almost sort of social responsibility that we do. We feel it's important that we, we, we just make ourselves accessible to give that advice to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's our strategy for the showrooms. And um, certainly I think if we look at our sort of footfall, I think it's it's certainly plateaued over the last seven, eight years. Right. I mean, if you go back in the day, of course, pre-internet, you know, you were talking 30,000 people coming in for Gosh. schedules mm-hmm. and papers yes. and things. But, you know, we live in a different world now mm-hmm. and we have to adapt. Um, but certainly a lot of this has been said again, has been based on, market research and asking consumers yeah. what they want and then ultimately trying to deliver that. Now I understand you have long held ambitions to mm-hmm. streamline the conveyancing mm-hmm. side of property yeah. and the property sales. So what projects have you been involved in in this area and are there any plans within the ESPC to improve this mm-hmm. process? That's a, it's a really good question and, and again based on sort of research uh, when, you, when you talk to consumers what mm-hmm. they generally will say is that the communication uh, when you're when you're selling is very good so when you put your property on the market you get lots mm-hmm. of information you maybe you're tracking the activity etc etc you then find the buyer mm-hmm. uh, and then it, it moves into the conveyancing side mm-hmm. and things take a little longer and the communication drops slightly and in fairness to the solicitors i think they're working with a really challenging process and system um, mm-hmm. which needs modernizing and you know we're trying to influence change in, in that area so it's not actually the solicitor's fault no um, but i think what we can do um, is again using technology enable solicitors to be more efficient mm-hmm. and probably more importantly give consumers more transparency so one of the things that we've been working on is a way that clients in the future will be able to log in and track what's happening with the conveyancing case mm-hmm. um, broken down into simple milestones mm-hmm. i'll be honest it's uh it's probably a lot more complex than it would be having an Amazon delivery. So, yes. you know, we, we, it's thinking about what information you give and in, in what format that um, the greatest respect to sellers that they'd understand and, mm-hmm. and, and appreciate. So um, it's still work in progress, but um, right. we've invested significantly in technology to deliver it. And certainly I think the early signs are very promising on that side. Good, great. Now your recent TV ad <laughs> states yes. sellers achieve more if they go through the ESPC that's, firm, that's a fact. through yeah. an ESPC yeah. firm. Mm-hmm. So that's quite a powerful yeah, message. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we this is the second year that we've been running this, and every year, um, it's clear to make a statement like yes. that, you, you have to provide the evidence, and um, you know you certainly wouldn't want to mislead people. So we've we've worked very hard to go out and um, research this. We look at what price property comes on the market at. We look at what price it ultimately sells for. Mm-hmm. And we look at what the home report valuation is. So we track listings um, as they came on. And we, we do this at, in every April. So it's our third year we're now doing the research. And we see ultimately what price that property sold for. And mm-hmm. we've been able to evidence that a ESPC solicitor estate agent um, will achieve an average 3% more than uh, an independent, or a non-ESPC yes. firm, shall we say. Um, so that's the advert that we've been pushing. Mm-hmm. And the reason we, we've done that, I think, is um, I think it's critical that when you're looking to sell, you make an informed choice. It's not necessarily about who's your cheapest firm. Yeah. Um, certainly some of the online agents will talk about you shouldn't pay more than a £1,000, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. 
I suppose what we're trying to say with the, the messaging is just think through the entirety of the, you know, think about it in the rounds. So, you know, okay, you might save a little bit on the sale fee, but ultimately if we achieve more for your property, and with average price values being what they are, you know, mm -hmm. you're talking six or seven thousand pound difference here. Mm -hmm. It's a huge amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and so it's trying to get that message out there that, you know, just think hard and certainly any seller should do their own research and if they're talking to ESPC firms, ask them what they're achieving versus how yeah. they bought, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we felt it was the right message to, to give at this stage. Mm -hmm. Again, duty occur really. It's you know, it's yeah. making sure that sellers make the right choice and, a, and an informed choice. Great. Well, how do you feel, that's might be a difficult one to answer, but how do you feel Brexit has affected house prices in the region? Again, you'd be right to ask at this yeah. time. Um, I would say so, so far, I mean, we, we, we tracked a number of instructions and sales every, every month. Uh, in fact, I look daily, um, right. as you'd expect. <laughs> And what do we see? I think what we're seeing is uh, instructions are still coming on. Mm -hmm. uh, so properties are still coming to market. If anything, we've seen a slight increase in supply in the last couple of months. Right. So up on last year. Uh, equally, we're seeing sales still coming through. What I probably would say is we're seeing the early sign of things maybe cooling a little bit. So the number of notes of interest that people are putting in on an individual property mm -hmm. might be um, less than they were, say, 12 months ago. Again, only in certain properties, some real hotspots are still as, you know, there's still it's a changed. feed and frenzy as there's ever been. Uh, but I think if we, if we look overall, I think we're just seeing things cool a little bit. If you're asking me directly, is that as a result of Brexit uh, or no Brexit or wherever state yeah. we're in at the moment? <laughs> um, I'll check again in half an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I would say that at this stage, I don't think there's a direct sort of yes. correlation there. Okay. But, but I, I think there's a... Generally, when you see uncertainty, people mm -hmm. don't do anything. Um, but we've not really seen that. But I think what we are starting to see is is, is a cooling of the market. But arguably, that's down to an increase in supply yeah. rather than directly on Brexit. I think where Brexit may kick in is, as I say, at the moment, it's quite a... It's theoretical, it's conceptual. Mm -hmm. It's something that might happen mm -hmm. at some point and nobody really knows. But I think once you start seeing in the real world... Um, overtime bans or shift work is not working three mm -hmm. shifts they're only working two and these things are yeah. making a difference at a, at a level that we we could all see and understand i think then we'll see a, 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 yeah. a change and we we, we we might see the market stall for a short while mm -hmm. or, or certainly cool for for a while it's interesting because one of the things um i do see how is also you you sort of your payers and you, you attend a lot of events mm -hmm. so um, we meet with the bank of england on a regular basis and and and, and take their view and I, there's a there's an interesting view that might be that what we are seeing is uh, basically once clarity is given is that the, the pent-up demand is released. So mm -hmm. there is a alternative view that there are a lot of businesses, and we'd probably be one and you may be the same, that mm -hmm. are sitting on investment right now, so you're taking a bit of a safety-first approach. Mm -hmm. And if we can get through this Brexit mm -hmm. and we come out the other end of it, maybe we, we all go and do the things we were going to do and yeah. we spend, and that increases employment and puts more mm -hmm. money into the money cycle. So... It could go either way, I think, is, is the thing. But I think certainly what I would say, and I think this to be fact it, over, over many years, is that the market where we operate, so Edinburgh, mm -hmm. Lovings and Fife, and we're in the borders now and we're in the west, mm -hmm. but particularly Edinburgh, Lovings and Fife, I think you've got a very, very resilient market. Yeah. And I think you, you still have a fundamental undersupply um, because, I mean, you will know, you see mm -hmm. ever-increase in rents, yeah. um, you see ever-increase in house prices, and... And normally you don't get those two things happening at once. Um, normally it's if the rental market's doing well, the, 
housing market struggling, but but you've got both, and, and and you've got both because a lot of people want to live here. Don't tell me about the parking. If you go back to the parking, we'll, just, we'll move over to. I want to talk to you about the charity of course, side of yes, things yeah, because. Yeah. I'm aware that the ESPC supports different local charities annually. Yeah, yeah. So you seem to pick a different one each year. So how does your support manifest uh -huh. itself? Yeah, so so what we do, um, because there are so many deserving causes, mm -hmm. and, and you know, if, if you could, you would support them all. That's uh, it. And what we try to do is think about a cause that we can give prominence to and, and increase the, um, the profile of. So um, this year we're working with Sam H. Right. Uh, we've, again, mental health charity we thought was very important. Uh, we tend to do a number of events for them a year. So, so this year uh, we've we we've done a quiz. So mm -hmm. I set lots of difficult questions. <laughs> sometimes too difficult. <laughs> Makes sense to me. It's no winner. Uh, <laughs> so we have a ball and we have um, a Christmas time as well, which we fundraise for. And then we generally do a few other things. So we've done the steps challenge where we all ran around Murrayfield steps, yes. which is quite an experience. It was really good doing that. Um, we've got um, a five. Does day. everyone get involved? Um, most, most mm -hmm. some are, are willing, others we have to sort of encourage, yeah. shall we say? Um, yeah, and and I just get told, Paul, you're doing this. So, you know, <laughs> you have no I have no choice, you know. So lead from the front. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so every year we adopt a, a charity and do something for it. And uh, again, it's something we feel is very important. And mm -hmm. generally, when we select it, there's a team in internally at ESPC that select it, and it's almost the one that resonates with them. So right. so we leave it to the team to decide. And we often do other things in addition to that. We'll do other things. We work with children, Edinburgh's Children's Hospital, and we, yeah. we continue to. So we're doing some of them later in the year. Uh, but I think it's important for any organisation to give something back. Absolutely. And also to raise the prominence. And I think that's what I think we can do with VSPC. You know, we can put it on Twitter. We can put it on our website. Mm -hmm. And when you're getting 1.3, 1.4 million visits a month to your yeah. website, you can you can give a charity a lot of publicity that maybe they couldn't afford to reach themselves so you know mm -hmm. it means a lot to them great that's great and also um just recently mm -hmm. espc won um an award at the scottish legal yes. awards so yeah. second year running for Absolutely. support team of the yeah. year that's yeah. brilliant Congratulations. Uh, yeah it was um we went along thinking well we won it last year and mm -hmm. um would we win it again um so yeah, it was it was probably a bigger surprise to win it this year than it yes. was last year, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was um, I think because it's the law awards and ultimately to to, to win something where your peers, uh, yeah. you know, where the panel is the law society and solicitors that we serve and everything else, it was mm -hmm. just great. You know, it meant, it meant such a lot. It meant a lot to the team, and, and oh, that, that was you know that was great for them. Um, so we are now contemplating going for a, for a third <laughs> next year, so we'll see. Great. Um, but there's some stiff competition out there, and you, you, oh, you yeah. can't be complacent about these things. No. Uh, but I think we had a very good case, and you know, as long as we continue to innovate and, and stay close to our customers, yeah. you know, we're always in with a, a chance of being shortlisted, and then it's on the night, isn't it? You know. <laughs> and you've entered for the Scottish Home Awards. That's right. Which yeah. Ourselves, yes, we're sponsoring yes, yeah. Residential Agent Team of the Year. So we're going to give that a whirl and we see where, see where we get night. to. Um, I, and again, I think we've we've done lots of things in in with, with lettings and you know our events and all yes. the things we do. So again, we hope we've come out from a slightly different angle. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Gosh, well, obviously, running the ESPC is more than a full-time job. <laughs> so, so what do you do to relax then? <laughs> do you relax? 
I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh-huh. So what do I do? Um, yeah, I, 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 I suppose sport plays a uh, quite yes. a part of my life. So uh, I do a bit of running uh, and also play uh, football. So oh, I play five, okay. play five a side and twice or three times a week. Great. I set myself a goal at the start of the year to try and score 150 goals of um, this year. <laughs> what are you up to now? Uh, Hundred. I've I've got I've done thirty one goals so far. Oh, well, that's um, a good start. I, I definitely miss more than I score. <laughs> Anyone who plays with me will know that. But I like to think that I was enthusiastic. So yeah. and it gives you something to aim at. Um, but it is supposed to be relaxing, so I'm not getting too hung up on the time. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Competitive stage <laughs> coming out already. Come home yeah. every night and write it down on the calendar or whatever I've scored. Um, so it's it, it's a bit of that, and and probably then it would be um, a little bit of reading just taking some downtime just to yeah. to reflect, really. Um, and, you know, how can you not enjoy living in Edinburgh? There's so many I know, things to do as well. it's such a great city, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, well, listen, thank you very much, Paul. My it's pleasure. been a pleasure. No, absolutely, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. I'm Gillian Semler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's talk at citylets.co.uk.